Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business show. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your business. And let's face it, it's all of our business to prepare for some of the biggest events that are likely to happen in our lives, which includes the need for long-term care. And there's no one I'd like to talk to you more about this topic than my guest in this segment, Brian Gordon. He's regular on the program and uh, really always enjoyed my conversations with him. Um, his website, G-A-L-T-C-I dot com. That's Gordon Associates Long-Term Insurance is what that stands for, G-A-L-T-C-I dot com. And it, these guys have been doing this since the 1970s. And any long-term listener of the show knows that I spent a stint in the insurance industry, uh, mainly in the 90s. And uh, uh, it had already been around for decades, but people still hadn't heard a, 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 about it, which is amazing to me because long-term care insurance, Brian, is one of those things that I think is second only to life insurance uh, uh, you're going to actually use of insurance. And, <laughs> so, and of those uh, three-quarters of people who, who will cash in their life insurance, will uh, roughly three-quarters will uh, have uh, needed long-term care uh, before then. And so it's an interesting phenomenon that in spite of where we are doesn't still get uh, as much traction as you'd think. You'd think it'd be as automatic as life and inevitability around it. Um, very good topic today. Uh, I like to comment though real quickly in my opening, but uh, also go ahead and introduce our topic. Sure. So um, we, you know, th this topic that we're talking about today is when people are buying long-term care policies. Are they buying them together? Are they buying them under a shared, you know, a shared premise? Um, and you know, kind of what what people are doing when they're buying their policies. And really, what it comes down to is when we're dealing with this, people don't know what they don't know, and people aren't happy that they have the insurance until they actually have to use it sometimes. And then they realize how how good of a buy and how, how smart this was for themselves and their family to protect each other. Um, from, from this particular problem because, you know, death benefits are really easy and simple to understand. We die, we, we receive benefits, we're not here anymore. When we need care under long-term care, we're still on this earth and our families have to figure out and scramble the plans and what to do and how to be cared for. And that's where we see families at a big disconnect because a lot of families don't know what to do when their parents are sick. Even if they have insurance, they know to call us, but they really don't know the, the, what, what this policy really does for them. And we're seeing more and more of to them doing. Mm -hmm. Your point, and I think it's a very uh, uh, poignant one. Um, I don't, I've never met anyone who bought long-term care insurance um, and then uh, used it and regretted it. And that's the, that's the rub, right? Anyone who's going to have to use it, which is the majority of people based on the numbers out there, are so glad that they had it. Their families were glad that they had it. You know, they just want to, they just wish they knew they would actually need it. Me, not so much. I'd rather go from perfectly fine to dead rather than some of the challenges that come with long-term care. But it's that kind of almost funny if it's not happening to you kind of humor around, gee, I just wish I knew I was going to need it. But you're not. But the likelihood is that you are. Right, right. And that's the things that we can't control in life, right? It's it's one of those things that we can't um we can control how, how we're taken care of and how we how we move forward on this problem, um, to a certain degree. But uh, you know, we 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 we've seen people who are I've seen marathon runners who are a shell of themselves at the end of their lives and needed care for, you know, six to eight years before. 
it's not, you know, yes. it, it's sometimes, it, sometimes it's not what you think is going to happen. And, and who's going to need it is not always the right one. We, we don't always pick the right person um, in a lot of That's cases. That's right. kind of kind of our topic today. A little, is, yeah, so is, talk uh, about this. So, uh, you know, I, I, I think whenever uh, I was in the industry, and again, I wasn't in your area, but we did sell long-term care, um, almost always they tried to do it as a couple. Um, on, on the on the surface, it seems like it would be the only way you would do it, uh, but that's not necessarily the case. There's a lot of dynamics and a lot of uh, things and considerations that go into it. Talk about that. Sure. So so early in my career, I've been doing. I've been in my in the business with my dad since 1990. As we know, he started in 1975. And a lot of times, you would sit down with couples, and a lot of times it was the male that said, "Well, I'm never going to need it. I don't want it. I don't need it for myself." And then became the conversation with, with the spouse a lot of times, well, I'm the one that's going to deal with you. So if, if, you, if, if you don't worry about it, then don't buy it on me. I'm going to buy it on you because I don't want to deal with it if something happens to you type of conversation. So mm-hmm. that, that's, that's the issue you run into with a lot of couples, a lot of families. Plus, I've seen a handful of cases where they decide to insure one person, and then I get a call, oh, my, my husband needs help. What do we do? Can you find me a home care provider? a facility in the area, a geriatric care manager, and they're just going ahead and they're private paying that, that, that for the spouse. So I always think that it, it, it's a family problem and it's, it's, and it's a couple problem, you know, when it comes down to that. And I think that it's something that both people usually would look at in our circumstances. Um, there used to be some nice solid discounts when a husband and wife or, or partners would, would buy policies together. Um, and, you know, nowadays they, they've kind of shrunk down some of those discounts. And I'm referring to more of the traditional plans where, 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 where those were our issues early on. And we would end up trying to do it where we would do a, a shared benefit on the policies and where, where they can actually, you know, we do a two or three year or four year benefit period for, for each spouse. And then if one needs care and lives longer than needing their three or four years, they can dip into the other person's benefits as well. So it kind of, it kind of allows that first person to, to receive as much benefit, as much care as possible, that allows them to preserve their portfolio and their assets for that second person if the first person were to, you know, were to use up all those benefits and things like that. So we, we, mm-hmm. we are liking mm-hmm. the concept because we just don't know who, who it's going to be. And uh, we, we've been writing shared plans for a long time. And uh, most traditional policies we do write um, do, does, does have an element of a shared benefit in there of some sort. Mm-hmm. So the assumption is that you're going to go into it trying to find a shared plan, generally. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Right. And and but but is are there circumstances where individual needs or individual uh, conditions um, forces you to choose one plan for one and another plan for another without the shared approach? Talk a little bit about that. Because we saw a little bit of that in the 90s, but, you know, I think mm-hmm. things probably have changed some since then. Sure. No, we, we definitely see that where we can apply for a plan and one, one gets approved, the other doesn't. Um, then we usually will compare another policy and see if that, you know, to move the two of them to that plan makes sense. And in some cases it does, where, where we tell that we have the other person just kind of accept their policy and then we, we have that 30-day uh, period of time where they can make adjustments or cancel the plan. 
and we would we would recommend trying to look for something for both of them. And and in today's world, Kevin, we really we really, as we've talked about before, we really do a good job up front with underwriting and getting as much medical information from each person before we even quote them today. Um, because the, the, everyone wants to get quotes, everyone wants a policy, but but everyone can't get it because of their health. So we we know a lot of that up front mm-hmm. when we're quoting people. We only we only have you know one or two or three companies to show them possibly. And uh, I'm dealing with one right now. It's a couple in their mid fifties, real nice couple. And you know one you know one will have no problem getting it. The other person is not able to get it, but we're able to get the the one, the one spouse a policy already. They're going to keep that policy, and we are applying for a shared hybrid policy for the two of them. And it was only going to be for her originally, but when we ran the numbers, he's like, well, I don't want to do it for me because I already have something. We were able to put him on her hybrid policy for about $1,000 more on a single premium. And he was shocked when he saw it. And I said, it's because, you know, your wife's, you know, it was a little bit older, and you're a male, and it, it, it's just the way that this company worked. And it was something I was sort of surprised with at the end of the day, too. So there are some scenarios where we'd be foolish not to add that second person on the policy. So when you say a thousand more, how is that paid? He that person was paying it was a hundred and ninety nine thousand single premium, just about a hundred and ninety nine thousand for, for the for the one for the for her to apply. And it was like about two hundred and two hundred thousand and, and, and fifty dollars or something like that for him to apply with her. So mm-hmm. literally And he just literally, paid it all at once. Right. And the, and the financial advisor I worked with was kinda like, What? I don't I don't understand how they could do that. I said, Because with couples we tend to use it a lot less than, 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 than single people because we try to take care of each other as long as possible. So they love the idea of having both the husband and wife on this plan. So got it. That's you know, interesting. Who would have got yeah. Especially since he was the, uh, the, the bigger, the two. Right, right, right. And he has a nice policy. We wrote him another, another a policy. It's a really good one, but our goal and idea is if something happened to him, he's going to tap into his plan first and then, you know, if something happened to her down the road, we were hoping that there'd be benefits for in that hybrid plan as well for her down the road, and, and there there would be. So he they were they were real happy that we were able to even you know propose this to them, let alone you know get, get something like this for them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Always enjoy my conversations uh, with uh, Brian Gordon, and uh, you know, and all of this comes back to. Uh, the importance, in my opinion, Brian, to have someone like yourself in your corner to navigate navigate this type of thing. You know, there's there's great insurance companies. I'm not I'm not diminishing or downplaying, uh, but there's great insurance companies out there that are jack of all trades. Your policies are sound. Your policies are good, um, but really, there's real limits to what they are knowledgeable about. And and some of this is cut and dry. You know, and I know that in my case, when I was in the back in the 90s, again, different area, uh, we primarily specialized in supplemental. Uh, I would never navigate these policies without having someone involved um, that uh, was actually expert in this area. And I think that's why it's so important to uh, to uh, talk to someone like your firm. In addition to that, you know, uh, I notice your primary primarily work with uh, financial advisors who are trying to bring a holistic approach to their clients, which certainly would include long term care insurance. Absolutely, and it's something that you know people 
as we talked about before, that people want to kind of control their destiny and, and, and be in charge of things. This is one step in doing that. And it, it, we just don't know how things would, would play out. Um, you know, the only, the only thing I wanted to mention, Kevin, really quickly, too, on, on the shared rider is that we have the shared riders available on the traditional plans. And then we have hybrid policies that will do combination type of policies together where we can do a husband and wife or partners as, as a, you know, as, as a second to die type of policy as well. So the sharing of the benefits are kind of on both sides of our policies today. And it's, and it's pretty that there's a lot more choices in that, in that, in that capacity also, which we're really liking that nowadays to present more options to our clients. Yeah, very good. Brian Gordon, always love talking to you. Always seems like we have more conversation than uh, than we do time, uh, which is nice. I, I, I much prefer our scenario than the occasional guests I have where I'm five minutes in and it's like, when is this going to end? You know the listener <laughs> feels that too. <laughs> I never feel that whenever you're with me, so I appreciate that. Um, what else? What do you want to make sure we cover today? No, I just I just want to make sure that you know 2024 that we all you know everyone starts thinking of things whether it's their long term care whether it's the organizing of their estate put their wills um, powers of attorneys together um, we're running across clients today that just don't have any of that done we're seeing families go to probate that don't need to go to probate it's it's just it's just organize your life you know to, to take control of things and really really focus on that this year because it's. You just don't want to leave that mess behind for your family if you care about them. Absolutely. And uh, you'll be amazed by the peace of mind this type of activity provides. Brian Gordon, make sure you check him out. Check out his website, G-A-L-T-C-I.com. And uh, that's for Gordon Associates Long-Term Care Insurance, G-A-L-T-C-I.com. Brian, always enjoy our chats. Thanks so much. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks for having me. I'm Kevin Price. This is the nationally syndicated Price of Business. Stay tuned for more for this.